Maddie. And I'm Emma. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. And today we are going to be chatting about how to improve your copywriting skills as a creator. As influencers and creators, we are in the business of creating content. And a big part of creating content is using our writing skills. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's something you wish you could change or improve in your job? More PTO. (laughs) I feel like that's like the case for all of it. I'm just like, if I could have more PTO, I would be living or four day work week. Ooh, that would be fab. I've heard great things. Yeah. I feel like there's like in Europe, it's starting to pick up. Will it ever happen in our lifetime? (laughs) Probably not. We never know. Maybe. Uh, maybe (laughs) that would be great though I feel like a either more PTO or a four-day work week would be like better we just need more time for ourselves we were just talking about this I'm just like I need I need a break especially given this last week my last week has been crazy you guys yeah I was gonna say Maddie's had a lot going on okay I'm trying to think what I would change or improve um I guess like one of the things that I want to improve on is just like reconciling when payments come in. Oh. We, we do have a system now where like we're tracking like what projects still need to be paid out and then checking on a monthly basis like what's come through. But still, I wish it was just like a little bit better. But I know invoicing and like recognizing payments is a pain point for a lot of small businesses. And so, yeah, that's probably just something I would like. I'm like better than where I was at last year, but still there's room for improvement. See, I wish there was something like HoneyBook for creators. Like I, cause you, as a content creator, you could use HoneyBook, but it's not, it doesn't meet all the needs or check all the boxes. I feel like if someone made a HoneyBook for creators and that is becoming such a popular career now that I like, wouldn't be surprised if someone does come out with something soon. Yeah. But hopefully HoneyBook for creators would be... And then you could just invoice from there, remind from there. And then if people haven't paid or have paid out, like you could connect it to your bank. Yeah. I think like my issue is that like I have payments coming in from so many different agencies. And you're like, who are you? <laughs> and like some of this stuff, like especially if you get paid out through Reward Style or ShopSell Collective, like it doesn't, it just comes from them and it doesn't mm-hmm. say what the brand is. Um, so that's where I get a little bit, but it's okay. I mean, I'm managing, but yeah, that's where I would like to change or improve things. Well, if anyone out here is listening and is a pro at creating websites and can figure out how to do that somehow, maybe if you put, there's a need in the market, yes. there's a need in the market. You could like maybe put the exact dollar amount. And then when that exact dollar amount comes in, it like triggers something. This is chaotic how excited <laughs> I am about this idea. Anyways, if anyone out there is listening, make that platform. Yes. All right, you guys. So we're going to go ahead and jump in to how to improve your copywriting skills. But before we get into the tips, we want to first break down what is copywriting. So copywriting is the act of writing text for marketing and advertising. Copy or written content is created and published to move your customers and consumers through the sales funnel. And copywriters can help brands and businesses increase awareness, drive intent, and purchase goods and services. The reason why I wanted to do a whole episode about copywriting is you hear us reference writing copy for brands, for captions, whatever it may be. And I thought it was just like time to break down what is copywriting and how can we become better at it. So why is copywriting relevant to creators and influencers, right? 
You're probably listening to this podcast and you're like, I'm not a copywriter. Why is this relevant to me? But if you're a creator with a blog, YouTube, Instagram podcast, whatever it may be, copywriting is an important skill to have. As creators, we're constantly creating new content and we use our content to build and engage with our communities. We use our content to establish ourselves as the authorities in our niches. And we also use our content to share our creativity. Copywriting is just inherently integrated with being a creator. And like once you figure out like, oh yeah, actually I can use some of these writing tips or these devices to be a better writer online. It can really help you succeed as a creator. Yeah. I feel like there are so many, like, it's like one of those hats that like people don't expect that you have to wear when you're becoming a content creator. It's like one of those things where it's like, oh, you just take pretty pictures and you go like, no, copywriting is a huge part of it. Like there's so many different places that you do use copywriting in your content creator career on your website, emails, eBooks, blogs, your Instagram captions, I think is a really, really big one for a lot of creators, even TikTok captions with how short they are and having to make that really efficient. And then also tweets, also PowerPoint decks. Like you, for example, Emma, when you were building out your course, yeah. like I feel like that was a huge part of it is really just trying to show that value. And it's, I mean, that's just all straight copy. It is all copy. There's like no videos in any of my courses. And so, yeah, just effective copywriting was critical for me to create my course. With some cool graphics. With graphics, of course, yes. <laughs> Gotta have the graphics and some really cute pictures. But yes, I think <laughs> copywriting is huge. So going into the tips, tip number one, if you're looking to improve your skills as a copywriter and editor, the first thing that you have to understand is that your copy should drive action. So for example, action on social media channels could look like buy, share, comment, sign up, listen in, vote. Basically, there's just some sort of action that follows up. It's like a call to action. I feel like you'll see the word CTA a lot. Um, So if you ever see that or the, the, what's the, the, like, what do you call that when it's like you make it shorter, like call to action CTA? Thank you. It's okay. (laughs) You'll see that acronym a lot. And one of the methods that we have learned how to be a better copywriter is with the AIDA or ADA, IDA, IDA. Yeah. yeah, I think I've seen it both ways, but I usually just say AIDA formula. Yes, that one. Um, attention, desire, or attention, interest, desire, and action. So Emma has learned that her community, and I have as well, overall consumers also go through cognitive stages as they move through the buying process. So you can create better copy that relates and resonates with your audi- audience by moving through the AIDA process. So again, attention meaning that you grab attention with some sort of headline or visual images, graphics, and valuable information. The interest piece, why should your audience care? How does this relate to your audience's goals? And how does it relate to your goals? And then desire, show your audience how to avoid mistakes or losing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's a big driver, the fear yeah. aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you may not think you see it but anytime you see people like on tiktok if you see a headline you're eating a chicken wing wrong yeah people are like I'm, I'm eating this wrong yeah i'm using a salt shaker wrong it's like that's like a it's like a trigger sure. i'm like wait i don't want to do something wrong yeah. right and so i know you want to fix a, it that sounds really funny but like showing like avoiding mistakes or like avoiding a loss like that's a 
actually like a really effective way to like raise the desire with copy. There's been a couple things that have gone like super viral that have been like, did you know you've been using this wrong the whole time? Like there was one with like saran wrap or something like in the box like that you use saran wrap in or just like little things where it's Mm -hmm. just like, here's why there's this little knob on this tool that you use every day. Like yeah, the littlest things can really go viral because people just want to know what they're doing wrong and they want to fix it. Also for desire, showing your audience how to imagine themselves better positioned or equipped. Show your audience imagining a better life experience. And then finally, that action piece is the call to action. Again, a CTA, clear, specific and easy. So tip number two, once you have learned the AIDA formula, we recommend starting to practice writing copy in this formula. So if this is the very first time you've ever heard it, you are not alone. This was actually, me learning this was in grad school. And so I knew that passing on what I've learned with this formula, it was just going to be super helpful. And so um, we want to show you guys what this looks like in practice. So here is a content creator example of an Instagram post. And so we're going to say the overall goal for your Instagram post is to sell your course and you want to create this post to drive your audience to check out the course and hopefully somewhere along the line eventually purchase it. So here's the ca- here's the caption and we're going to break it down with the AIDA. So action and this is actually something I've written so this is like a real life example. So the action piece is I've negotiated $90,000 in brand partnerships in Q2 tw- 2022. Here's how. The interest I've learned that you can negotiate higher paid campaigns by understanding that you can charge for exclusivity, usage, and the number of deliverables. In 2022, it isn't enough to price yourself as a creator with only your number of followers. Desire. If you're a creator struggling to negotiate paid campaigns, my course, How to Negotiate Paid Brand Collaborations, is for you. This course breaks down 12 email negotiation templates, three real-life examples, and my tips for pricing yourself as an influencer. And lastly, the CTA or call to action. Tap the link in my bio to check out the course. So if you guys go through my captions, you're going to see that I've been using this formula the whole time. Yeah, you use it in literally all your All my captions. This is how I write my captions my copy like I and it works I, th- I think it works no it definitely works I mean that's why you've had success with your courses too I mean it's obviously like multiple things right but yeah. it's like you're like bringing people in and like we were talking about before we started recording like with a TikTok like how I negotiated 90k and brand partnerships like that is a catching line that people are going to want to learn more about and mm-hmm. comment whether it be for better or for worse yeah. sometimes on TikTok but that just leads to more engagement because of that catching headline for sure and then again right you guys like I know you can probably just skim over some people are just like oh just write the headline and then write the call to action it's really important to cultivate that interest and like that desire right like people want to be able to resonate like with what you're saying and so again like this takes some practice but I I really recommend on your next Instagram caption like write down on a piece of paper 
action, interest, desire, call to action, and then fill in the blank. Yeah. Like that's going to be really helpful. Yeah. That template alone is like easy enough to, I mean, if it's kind of like, like kind of high school, like when they used to do that, but it's so helpful. I still do that. I literally still do that with so many things. I definitely think that's a great way to go about it. And tip number three is to make sure that you understand who you're writing to. So you can't really have an effective AIDA if you don't really know who you're speaking to. Like that call to action, I negotiated 90K and brand partnerships might not be relevant for someone who isn't in content creation. Maybe it might be something that's very interesting to them, but that's not necessarily the audience that you're going for. So that might not draw them in as much. So before you start writing your next podcast outline or blog post or copy, it's important to understand your audience's psychology. So we definitely recommend reflecting on who your target audience is for your community. This is just a good exercise to do in general. Mm -hmm. Reflect as often as you can. And depending on who you're trying to reach, you're going to write different copies. So if you're writing, trying to reach people new to skincare, you might start a caption with, are you overwhelmed with which vitamin C serum to start with? Here are my top five picks for skincare newbies. Me, literally. I'm I mean, like, this is what I, I was so overwhelmed. I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> that would draw me in. I still don't. I'm trying to. I don't know three different anyways sorry not a skincare podcast we can talk about that in a different this, no this is a skincare <laughs> podcast now this is tangent podcast but seriously that would draw someone in because they're curious to learn more or if you're trying to establish your authority as a book instagrammer you might start a caption with romance heartbreak drama here are five summer romance books i could not put down that's also a great one yeah again right like you're probably seeing this maybe like I would recommend going to your favorite creators and like seeing if they're incorporating some of these practices, but these are just like really easy, like copywriting tips to start like restructuring how you write captions or start your TikTok videos or write the description for your YouTube videos, right? Like just knowing that you're hitting all these things can really help you write better and more effective copy. And honestly, I would even say like, if you do see that your favorite creators are using that, like and something does catch your eye, like write that down. Because if like you're your audience or like you know who your target audience is and like that, like you read a caption that would like be intriguing to you or your audience, make a note of that and like start to get familiar with those kind of captions. Obviously, you're not going to copy their caption, but I think that's a great way to start to get familiar with call to actions that are relevant to your audience. Yes. So tip number four, you guys, you want to make sure you clarify the problem you're solving for your audience. So whether you're a fashion blogger, a solo travel creator, or a plant blogger, we all solve unique problems with our audience. Having a clear understanding of the problems we solve can help us become better copywriters. So when people open up your Instagram, your blog, your YouTube, there should be no confusion about what you do and help and how you help and connect with your audience. So for example, if you're a budget-friendly fashionista, you might incorporate copy in your blog posts or captions like five pieces I picked up from Target under $50 or how you can build a capsule wardrobe for under $100 or three weekend outfit ideas from Amazon. So again, right, like I think one thing I want to remind creators is like you create every piece of content doesn't have to do the same thing, but a majority of your content if you are focused on like cultivating your community, you want to drive value to your audience and you can drive value right by solving problems and making sure you're meeting your audience's needs. And so you can literally solve your audience's problems by updating or 
just like incorporating like just these like writing tips on like how you can like set up how you solve those problems and how you're delivering value. And so, um, yeah, always think about the problem like you're trying to solve, even if you're like not there yet, maybe this is like one type of content that you can create once a week. I recommend like starting to like practice and integrate that in your content plan. That's even a sales technique is like problem focused, yep. like like or need based, like focused, like problem solving. Like that's what gets people interested. It's not like, what can I sell you? Like, which in essence, you're selling yourself as a creator, like no matter what, whether you're selling a product or you're just selling like the community that you've created, like even if it's a free community to join, like you're selling yourself and saying why someone should follow you. And if you are able to present the need based like problem that you are solving, that really helps people understand like why they're there. And then tip number five is also to learn to lead with a good hook. So similar to the AIDA process, really focusing on that attention grabbing piece is super important. So one of the things that Emma learned in her graduate program and just in overall years creating content in social media is to not bury the lead. <laughs> if you have a very long caption that at the end of it, you finally get to the point, people will not follow. Yeah. Like it's very, very difficult to get people to read through paragraphs if there is not a clear point very early on. Yeah. So by leading with a good hook in the first line or the first paragraph of your copy, you will be able to drive curiosity and engagement with your social media posts. So here's just a few examples of some hooks, asking a rhetorical question, uh, starting or sharing a shock stat or number. I'd say like similar to like what Emma was like, yeah. I, like I negotiated 90K in brand partnerships in Q2. Q2, that's yeah. three months. <laughs> and so, and I was going to say, right, like, also like the shocking part, right? Like I know creators are getting better at talking about money. It's still not the norm. Yeah. Right. So I know it's an effective way. I do want to make the industry better. Right. But like, it's really intentional that I include numbers because I know people don't. Yeah. And so thinking about ways to like shock or incorporate like a number in there, I think is really easy because everybody like, Numbers is really easy to resonate with, Yeah, you know? Yeah, so. it really is. Because like you see the number, you see 90K and people are like, that's what I make in a year. That's more than what I make in a year. And then that like you want to learn yeah. more about that. And that also kind of like is the, ne the next like one that you could try is like making a controversial statement. I do think that there is like a level of controversy still in the content oh, creator community sure. about sharing like sharing your prices like yeah. sharing like negotiation tips like and stuff like that like a lot of people hold that close to their chest still um one of the things I wanted to bring up about making a controversial statement and so um we both listened to the sex with Emily podcast yes and she had the woman oh my gosh I feel really bad I don't remember her name she went viral in 2018 and she, her tweet and and she is like studies and examines this from like biologically and um, from like, an oh my gosh, and anthropology, I don't know what like, she's not an anthropologist, but like, she examines this in a variety of ways. But her tweet that went viral, she said 100% of unwanted pregnancies are a result of ejaculation of like men, like, yeah. <laughs> and so it literally went viral. And she was like, no, no, no. But like, if you read, she's like, I did that on purpose right yeah. people get really 
riled up about that 100% piece. They could read the whole thread. And she's like, literally from a biological standpoint. And again, you guys, I'm like re-saying this from Sex with Emily. And I'm just like, this is like what stood out to me because I was like such a... It's so interesting. It's such a, it's so interesting. Yeah. And like the statement like caught my attention, right? She was breaking it down. She's like, you think about it, women... We do not have a choice when we are ovulating and when we're fertile. And chances are that's only two or three times a month. Mm -hmm. She's like, people, the, you know, like men can choose when they ejaculate. Yeah. And so biologically, men are responsible for 100% of unwanted pregnancies. Mm. And I, so that's like, anyways, there's more to it than the argument. I'm trying not to like boil that down or like... Uh, I mean, it's very hard to boil it down. I think you did a great job. We could go into a whole biological <laughs> like situation. Thing, thing about like... I'm, I'm yeah, not gonna yeah <laughs> but it was effective. And her thread continues to go viral to this day yeah and it, it was a tweet from it was a tw like a twitter thread from 2018 yeah so anyways i just wanted to share like my example and pulling that in she led with a such a great hook and it is, starts a great conversation and it starts a great conversation and it's four years later and it's still being reshared to this day yeah i'd say that's also like part of a great hook is something that gets people talking for sure like then I think controversial statements are definitely the way to do that. Get people amped up in your comments. For some reason, again, I think it's so dumb that like sharing what you make in a year, what you negotiated is a controversial statement, but it totally is like in the amount of people that you'll see in your like comments being like, you're bragging about how much you make. And like, it's like, if we don't have pay transparency, how does it get better? How does it get better? And see, Already, we are starting to talk. Yes, <laughs> conversation starter. Okay, another example of a hook could be using an inspirational quote or referencing a trending sound or statement. For some reason, anytime there's like a trending sound on TikTok, I'm just like, I want to see all of the people doing it. I don't know it's why. It's effective. It's I don't effective. Know why, though. Yeah, I was going to say, right, like uh, one of the things that comes to mind in here, remember when um, that sound went viral where it was like all the beautiful messages my um husband sends me or or all oh, the, yeah, or the, the one you I did know. with Brandon was so funny <laughs> or the all the loving it started with I think the one of the first videos that went viral was with a mom and her son was in college and it literally was like all the loving texts my son sends me and it, she started I think it was like she might have been one of the first to start that trend and all the texts of her son are like Mom, my meal card's empty. Mom, can I please have $20? <laughs> Smiley face. Mom, I'm hungry. Can I have 50 more dollars? It's just like <laughs> so funny. And then people were like showing their take with their significant others. And so anyways, right? Like all the loving texts my husband sends me. That's a good hook. You're like, yeah. oh my God, is it romantic? And then you're surprised. And then it's not. <laughs> and then it's literally all food related. Yours was <laughs> so funny. You guys should go watch Emma's. It's probably pretty far back by now. Yeah, but it's all food related yes all the foods <laughs> so hungry all the time <laughs> all right you guys so thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you enjoyed today's episode please rate review and recommend the podcast to a friend and let us know if you learned anything new if we haven't connected on instagram yet you can find us at emma's edition at mad cray and at the content creatives podcast sign up for our email newsletter and join our facebook group and we'll see you guys next time